Hello and welcome to the Agilisys podcast, where we talk about all facets of transformation across the public sector. My name is Austin Clark, and I'm delighted to be your host for this episode, which this time focuses on robotic process automation, or RPA in short, and how Aberdeen City Council is using the technology in numerous ways across the authority to drive positive outcomes for the organisation, its staff, and most importantly, the citizens, communities and businesses of the Aberdeen City area. To discuss this award-winning RPA journey in more detail, I'm delighted to be joined via remote link-up by a couple of brilliant guests. First up is Andy MacDonald, Director of Customer Services at Aberdeen City Council. Andy is a driving force behind the Council's digital transformation and champions the use of technology, including automation, to enable an efficient and effective digitally powered council. Then we have Simon Watkins, Managing Consultant for RPA and AI at Agilisys. Simon is central to the continuing adoption and optimization of automation at Aberdeen City Council, helping the council to deliver improved outcomes for service users in the process. Thank you both for joining me. Okay, so Andy, what prompted Aberdeen City Council to utilize RPA and, and what made it a good fit for the organization? We approached uh, a new digital approach in 2017. It was part of a new target operating model for uh, our local authority. And part of that was looking at emerging technologies and by emerging, more emerging within public sector as such. So RPA obviously featured within that, along with cloud uh, storage and chatbots as well. So we we recognised for digital transformation that there was many technologies that could help reduce effort, remove routine tasks, and actually allow us to focus our resource efforts on more value-added services to, to our customers ultimately. And RPA fitted really neatly within that uh, environment for us and it, it was one of the biggest opportunities for removing routine tasks and duplication actually to, to make sure that our resources were focusing on the, the right needs of our customers. What sort of discovery did you do at the initial outset to, uh, to kind of find the, the, the low-hanging fruit that you could automate? Yeah, so, so there, there's many levels of automation, isn't there? So the, the, the low-hanging fruit for us was about moving online transactional services and, and, and areas like that. So online forms, uh, portals, you know, so any service that we deliver should be automated and be available on a digital type channel. So, so that, that for me is low hanging fruits. The, the RPA then brings in a further layer of automation that allows multiple systems to, to seamlessly link as such and, and process across those boundaries. So if I, if I look three, five years ago, and certainly in local governments, the, the biggest focus for, uh, for, for local government or, or looking at technologies would be integration uh, of systems. And integration can be very, very costly. What RPA has brought is a very effective and efficient method of being able to join that end-to-end process without for true integrations into those systems as such that can cause costly. So, so 
that that's the low-hanging fruit in around RPA uh, for, for Aberdeen City Council. I wasn't really interested in doing the easy RPA processes and working with Agilisys, that, that was very clear that my expectation was the easy stuff we can just get on and do. But where the values added is into the more complex areas, such as social care, such as education and teaching, these are the areas that consume a, a, a massive amount of administration effort. And these are the areas that, that we should be focusing on to deploy these types of technologies. You uh, mentioned the partnership there with Agilisys. So clearly the RPA journey has, has moved on uh, kind of at pace from, uh, from those early days. So how has Aberdeen's use of RPA and the relationships with the technology vendors and partners developed? Yeah, so we, we mature uh, on a daily basis when it comes to these, these technologies uh, and, and our relationships mature as well. So confidence uh, is built. So uh, we're into our third phase of, of RPA deployments with, with Agilisys and that's because of the relationships that we've built and the confidence that I've got within their support for delivery. Uh, so, you know, if, if I wasn't confident, then we wouldn't be in our third phase. So, so that that's fantastic. It, it's there that maturity is on, on several levels as such. If I think of the workforce and if I think of Aberdeen City Council as the organisation, then RPA has there's a lot of myth busting that, that we're all aware of. So there there's our workforce that are nervous that oh my goodness these bots are coming to and they're going to take over our jobs and you know that that ultimately means that i don't have a a, a job and so we've got to get over that so we've very quickly moved from the terminology it's virtual workers and and over time we've we've been really deliberate on selecting areas of our business that are under pressure and could demonstrate that the technologies and, and using RPA or virtual workers could actually save time and, and help individuals actually focus on adding real value to the work that they do day in, day out. And we purposely did that. And, and we, we started to dispel these myths that the RPA is not there to remove jobs, it's there to remove routine work and tasks that, that individuals would much rather avoid if they can to, to allow them to, to focus on on I would say higher value um, outcomes uh, ultimately so 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 there's that piece and, and so overall there's our workforce that that's more confident more relaxed about these technologies being deployed our relationship with agilis is 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 one that's built on trust and confidence and then if I look at the digital and technology teams themselves, their awareness and their learning is also being enhanced through working with, with Agilisys as well, because obviously there has to be that level of knowledge transfer. So, so everything I would say, that maturity curve, we're definitely on an upwards trajectory. Excellent. And then, Simon, if I can bring you in on, on this kind of area as well, kind of how have you seen the, the working relationship between Agilisys and Aberdeen develop? Yeah, thank you. So um, I think, as Andy said, you know, we're in our, <clears throat> we're in our third phase now. Um, I mean, for, for us as Agilisys delivering automation and RPA to start, you know, initially, it was key for us to get some success to start off with, to build that relationship, build the confidence. 
Um, we, I think we did that um, by automating a number of processes across revs and bends and in education. I think the, 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 the most successful one in my mind was probably child plans that stands out, um, saving a significant time for, um, of upload for, for teachers, of uploading children's learning plans. Um, during the subsequent phases, and as Annie said, we're in the third phase, you know, we've now got to, to a point where we've got 11 automations in production um, across eight business processes. And we've actually got another two now completing UAT that will, should be going live um, towards the end of the month. The benefit of having a direct relationship that we have now with, with Aberdeen City Council has also enabled us to structure an engagement that can be flexible to the needs of the council, but also to the needs of the project. So if we need to change things around and reorder things due to resources not being available, holidays, systems not being, being upgraded, et cetera, we can react quickly. And that's enabled us to continue to deliver. Um, and in addition to that, we're now also engaging in a, a discovery phase across the entire council so that we can effectively identify additional benefits for Aberdeen across the whole council for automation and RPA, potentially using best fit tools. So not just in the RPA space, but also in the automation space as a whole. For example, maybe utilizing the Microsoft Power Platform working alongside Blue Prism Cloud um, so they can work in conjunction with each other. That's really interesting. And I think it's worth picking up on, on something you mentioned there, Simon, which, which is that the kind of successful use cases to date, uh, because a lot of the listeners kind of won't uh, won't be up to speed with, with what's happened. So, Andy, kind of what are the major successes that you've had so far and, and what do they mean for the organisation and, and the people of Aberdeen? So, interesting, Simon picked up on child plans uh, and that has been really successful for us. And 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 the, 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 the one automation that has actually offered that confidence levels across our organization that, wow, if we can deliver something for teachers, then, you know, the, the opportunities are endless. And if, if I look at, at that one automation, it's actually saved the equivalent of 14 teachers worth, uh, you know, full-time equivalents as such. So the time and effort that that's removed from administration tasks for teachers is the same as putting 14 more into our classrooms. Now, that's success in itself. And teachers, social workers, the, you know, they, they, they're under huge amounts of pressure. So anything we can do to alleviate that is obviously a, a fantastic win for us. And in fact, it's been recognized as well. Uh, it's been recognized for awards, uh, just been working in that space that isn't traditional to to that RPA areas as such. So, so I, I would I would pin the success on that one major area that's driven those other process areas as well. And what very unusual in local government, and certainly for for Aberdeen, is that we had teachers actually promoting the use of. RPA within the council saying how wonderful this tech technology was and as I say that that's 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 very unusual to happen uh, in local government. Did, did you do any kind of change management to kind of encourage adoption or, or highlight the benefits to those teachers? Yeah, yeah it's a, an excellent point actually because 
I'm a great advocate of adoption, actually, rather than the technology. So it's fine. We can spend the money on the technology. If it's not used, then we're not getting any of the benefits out of it. And and we did spend time on adoption. And we've actually got an adoption and change management team here as well that, that, that we're building across all of our technology stacks. And what I would say with 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 RPA is that it's something that again, it, it's again, I'm sure we'll come on to it, but, but one of the learnings is that you've continually got to make sure that it's been adopted. You, you know, you'll get it to an adoption level, but you can't walk away from it. You've continually got to promote and advocate. This is what this technology is here and what the benefits of that technology is. So, so we continue to do work in that space. And again, Agilis has helped help us with that as well. Excellent. And, and Simon, coming back to you, kind of one facet of the, the success has been mentioned there. And from your experience of, of delivering multiple RPA projects across local and regional government and healthcare, etc., what is Aberdeen doing well to enable this award-winning success? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, over time, We've take we've we've learnt together jointly um, as the project's been um, delivered to effectively develop and adopt an approach of identifying the business benefit up front. So rather than going straight in, pick a process and dive headfirst into the analysis work, etc., and then straight into development, we're actually going through an exercise of talking to the service, getting the service leads involved understanding what the business the potential business benefit is and agreeing through a ratification process that this is the right approach that we should be doing before we spend time and effort in the delivery process of designing the the automation so we don't get to a point where we've gone through designed an automation developed that on that automation and then realize it's actually not going to deliver the benefit we thought it was so that saves a considerable amount of time and we've developed that jointly with with Aberdeen based on the learnings we had from the previous from the first phase and, and subsequent phase after that i think further on top of that understanding that trying to automate an entire business process end to end isn't necessarily the right approach up front if we can break it down into smaller logical chunks so that one we can develop it faster we can test it quicker and we can get it live quicker because if there are any changes needed during uat uh, or unit testing we can fix them faster and we haven't got to basically go through and, and retest the entire process. We can just test smaller pieces. And a good example of that would probably be the landlord move in, move out, and move in and out process. As a business process, process, it's one piece, but we've actually broken it down into four smaller pieces with a management automation calling different smaller automations based on the incoming digital data. So it allowed us to basically go live and develop that a lot faster. I think finally, um, we we are now planning as far ahead as we possibly can with the, the Aberdeen project team. So we can identify dependencies as far ahead in the future of what we want to do. We, we basically talk to service leads and service heads well ahead of time to say, this is what we're coming to do in the next two to three months so that they are they're warmed up for it. They're geared for it. They, they put the resources and the capacity aside to support the process. Um, but also, if there are any technical dependencies of applications needing to be installed, 
we address them head on early so that they don't delay the project delivery moving down the line. It's interesting. It seems to be a lot of trust involved with this whole relationship uh, from, from what you're saying there. Yeah, significant amount of trust. I mean, as, as I think when Andy was talking about the, the relationship earlier on, you know, it, it's, it, it comes, you know, the trust has to work both ways. So we need to know that the, the, the Aberdeen team are going to be delivering what we need them to deliver. So there's no delays and vice versa. So, you know, um, identifying those, those needs early and communicating early is key and having that communication going both ways. So even now, after two years of a relationship, we're still having our daily stand-up meetings. We're still having our weekly discussions. Uh, we still have our monthly meetings with the, the leadership team of the project and the, and the stakeholders so that there's communication every single day with regards to the project. And that's that's been key throughout. Brilliant. So, Andy, we've covered a lot of the key learnings from the, the journey that, that Aberdeen has been on already. So are there anything or any others to add? Uh, and, and what advice can you give other local authorities starting their RPA journey? We're we're always learning, <laughs> to, to be honest, uh, and always moving forward. I, I, I suppose some of the learnings, there, there, there's a couple of watchouts, I think, for, for local government, public sector, in that that relationship, that trust, that confidence that you've got in each other has to be really open, honest, and transparent. And you have to have executive sponsorship within the organization to make sure that you drive the technology forward. So, so I sit within the corporate management team. I'm a, you know, I'm at that level and I've got that support across the organization with my chief officers as well. And that's really, really key. And, and I think many implementations, whether it be RPA or other technologies, will fail if you don't have that executive sponsorship across the organization and everyone pulling the same direction. If I focus uh, in around the RPA and looking at where my teams have delivered from, again, a local authority perspective, I think our business process mapping isn't fantastic in all areas. Uh, it's And that's even just simple process mapping. I think there's a lot of work that we can do ourselves as such without relying on you know companies like agilis to to support us with so simple process mapping understanding that process end to end is really helpful uh, and also making sure that where we're looking to deploy rpa that any of the data or the information that's coming in that's going to be used is structured and it, it's coming in and it's formatted and um method and a manner that lends itself well to being then used within the RPA te technologies. And, and even on some of our uh, automations, there we've discovered uh, as we've gone through, so some something like addresses coming in on a form, they, they, they had no validation as such, and that then causes error when you push, the, push it through RPA, for example. So there, there's lots of little things around the edges that local authorities can, can do themselves when they're either implementing a, an online form or, or, or thinking about some information that's coming in, making sure that it's, it's, it's locked down, it's well-structured, and it's got that validation in it, which then allows it to be so much easier when it comes to future automation, automations with, with the likes of RPA. So 
I, I think that's two areas that, that we've discovered on, on, on this engagement. Fabulous. So that brings us on to the, the final question I've got for you today. And, and what does the future hold for RPA and automation at Aberdeen City Council? Uh, so it's it's got a significant role to play within our continued uh, transformation. We've just, um, you know, I, I, I feel we've just just touched the surface of it, to be honest. We, we've done some amazing uh, uh, automations, but we can go so much further. And, and the technology uh, is moving all the time as well. So we've got chatbots as well. Simon mentioned the, about RPA and those other power apps. So we've got Azure chatbots. It, it's about making sure that we're starting to make sure that there's that integration across those and it's further in that end-to-end customer journey. So I think there's a lot that we can do in that space. And I'm all, also really interested in, in as the, the technology continues to, to mature at pace, is, is looking at that more decision-making that's where, where there's a little bit of that autonomy, how's the technology adapting into that? Because it is moving that direction. So, you know, it's not, a, you know, we don't have to think of the technology having to rely on a yes, no decision. Where there is that bit of flexibility, we can still put some criteria around that. So I'd like to move move it forward. And ultimately, Aberdeen doesn't sit still. We are hugely ambitious and competitive. So I want to make sure that we're using RPA and that we're at the forefront of that within local government. So working with Simon and his colleagues and in, in Agilisys, what what can they bring to me to 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 really show me the art of the possible so that we can, you know, they can challenge us and push us forward as well within our journey. Excellent. And Simon, what's your response to that kind of almost challenge that, that Andy's laid down there? Um, happily take up the gauntlet. Um, well, as I mentioned before, we're already in a discovery phase and we're getting a lot of feedback from all areas of, of the council um, and service leads, subject matter experts. Um, I think we've already held in excess of 13, 14 meetings in the last two weeks um, doing this, uh, this discovery work. And we've got a lot of opportunity to use multiple technologies and get a best fit. And I think that's where the future is going to go. What is not one size fits all. It's using the right technology for the right reason and having these technologies working in conjunction with each other. So you can actually automate processes end to end a lot faster, a lot easier and, and deploy them really really quickly as well so i think that's where that's the direction we're going to be heading in exciting times then watch this space indeed yeah fantastic well thank you both for your time uh, that's really insightful and uh, really good discussion so uh, yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you for tuning into this latest episode of the agilisys podcast i hope you enjoyed the discussion as much as i did For loads more insights regarding automation and how it can be used to deliver benefits to organisations across the public sector, including an in-depth case study on the child plans work that Agilisys completed with Aberdeen, head along to agilisys.co.uk. Further podcasts from this series can be found on the Agilisys Spotify channel, as well as via Apple Podcasts and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. Once again, thanks for listening. We hope to welcome you back very soon.